live because who needs Mother's Day when every day is Daddy's Day? It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Daddy's home. Uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, let, let Daddy have the good times now while he still can. Daddy's going to turn this car around. <laughs> Can't make it any worse, so he might as well. Can you turn around a car that's falling off a cliff? <laughs> Has it ever been tried before? I don't know. Turn the wheel. <laughs> Maybe this time we can defy the laws of physics. All right. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Volk Minority Podcast. The podcast that says he's making how much? What? On this week's show, we reluctantly look back at a terrible week for TFC. Celebrate. Yay, there's some good news. Some of the women's national team members and, uh, you know, their actual success. Review the Voyager's Cup quarterfinals. Talk about TFC again. Oh, yes, it's a lot. And more. And now this week's panel. Eager to go on vacation to get away from the drama. It's Duncan Fletcher. Yeah, that sounds about right. Forget You're about not going to miss this I mean, at all. The, the drama's the interesting part, to be fair. <laughs> the, so the what actual, you're saying is that you want the drama to be finished before you leave? Yeah, the, the actual football itself is, you know, there's nothing special about that these days. You know, the drama is what keeps me interested somewhat. All right, well, we'll see what we can do to, to, to keep the, the, the drama stretched out yeah. so there's still some for you to come back for. Let's hope there's a away match to Houston when you come back. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Houston, always a good time. Um, he's racking up the V Cup matches. Say hello to Mark Hinckley. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh fuck was I thinking? Was that three I think now? that's really no, um well no, two. Two. I, I, I bailed on the opening round, but I did oh, right, right, I did right. the back to back. That's right. Um, that was a lot of that was a lot of soccer, but uh, full marks to Charmin's fucking pies and his steak and cheddar. That is a delightful little bit of pastry. Um, really, I've yet to yeah, partake. We yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not about to say it's worth to go. It's worth the drive up to York. Yeah, but he but has the pies are absolutely a shop worth on it. the Danforth. So. Yeah, like it's it's pretty good. So. But I've got to say, I feel like I, I missed the rebranding of that to Sherman's fucking pies. I, oh, you know, that's I a think, good name. That's a better name, I think. I think it's the actual name, but you mm. know, for decency, you know, you can't put that on a business card. So it's like, can we change the word fucking to proper? It's like, okay. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like it's like the it's like the uh, the secret menu thing, except it's the secret name thing. Mm, like wow. After nine o'clock, he he picks up. He says the full name proper. Oh, nice! Hilariously proper, which has the word "fucking." <laughs> is it a, is it a descriptor or a direction? I don't want to know. Isn't, look, this, 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 this isn't a Eugene Levy movie. <laughs> Come on now, there's no mm. Jason Biggs here. It's probably best that I don't know the answer. So, <laughs> but thank you, thank you for putting it into my head. That's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, uh, he's back in podcast form welcome to tony walls zip zap hey when, when, when hey. The, uh, i also want to know when the uh the vocal minority uh salary guide comes out 
It's been out. It's blank. Uh, yeah. I, I email it out every year. Sure you do. It's not my fault you don't check your email. Also true. As for me, I'm not shouting burn it all down yet. We'll see. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now to our show. All right. First up, of course, is what's been happening. And, you know, let's just dive straight into the awfulness that is current TFC and their terrible week of last week. Yes, basically. So back-to-back losses to Montreal, which is basically the worst thing ever in terms of... Weak rivalry. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I meant rivalry week. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. like not only like losing losing a voyager's cup match always terrible to go out that early horrible um the magic but of yeah the cup. to do just no oh, it is it is the word i don't think there's like is there i don't think there's a team that it would be there there's there's no team that's worse for them to have lost to back to back like that i don't think um, um maybe yeah, Vaughn. I, I, yeah, Vaughn would have been good. Um uh TSS Yorks, Rovers. That would be embarrassing. Yeah, Yorks but they wouldn't have but they wouldn't have played them twice. Would they like one, one loss, like a loss in the Voyager's Cup, sure, there's all sorts of options there for sure. But to have it to have your ass handed to you twice by the same team in the space of five days. Um I also harsh. Feel, I feel like that happened uh a uh a certain playoffs in 2016. I was just going to say, are you talking? No, you mean 2015. It's 2015. Sorry. Yes. Yep. 2017, they won. 2016 was the epic. 2015 yeah, yeah. was Last the last match of the, the season. The and then, hey, let's do the exact same exact thing same with the exact thing. same lineup. They'll a week later or two weeks later, whatever it was. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. But it was Montreal again. Yep. It's always Montreal. Always Montreal. Um. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I, I, think, it, I think it's all the made all the weirder or worse given how Montreal fired a perfectly good coach. And got rid of a bunch of perfectly good players. Yeah. Bunch of perfectly good players and have somehow, I don't want, I'm not going to say thrive, but we'll say survive trending towards thriving based on that chaos. It's like, how do you guys fuck up so bad and yet still aren't at the foot of every table everywhere. So yeah, yeah, it is worse. That's sorry, I don't know if there could be anyone worse than losing to Montreal twice. Back Maybe the back. team that played uh, the allies in uh, Escape to Victory. <laughs> True. That wouldn't be nice. No. Um so of the two matches. Story, though. <laughs> that would be a good story. If, you, if losing the Nazis twice in a row? Well, no, you said to the, 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 the allies. Uh, okay. The, I said uh, the team who played the allies. Oh, oh, oh I, heard, no, I heard it the way you did as well, Duncan. Oh, so, I'm yeah, sorry. I thought you were talking about like Pele and Ozzy oh, no. Yeah, and that's what I thought too. I was like, you know, Michael fucking Kane and all those uh, no, not people. The escape to victory team. I meant I meant the, the Nazi Super 11, whatever, oh, they, whatever okay. they were called. Oh, that's, that's that was, different then. That was a, a crack team of ruthless uh, professional like superstars that True. got to, uh, you know, ended up losing to that ragtag bunch of uh, prisoners of war. Um, you know, 
there's no shame in losing to those guys. <laughs> Fascists. Always yeah. winning football trophies. Ugh, the worst. So, of the two matches, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one's worse. Um, I was I was at the Voyagers Cup match. Um, I stood with a uh, friend of the show, DJ Fuzzboy, and uh, up until Insigne's goal, which that was lovely. That whole sequence. You know, he didn't have to do very much for that. Obviously, it was the setup for it that was that was that was the key. Um, but that first half was fucking dire. And if he if he if that goal hadn't been scored, like we were like we were like everybody wait for the booze when the second half when the halftime whistle gets blown because you could sense the you could sense it in the crowd. TFC, you should start with the booze. True. Mm. There's nothing wrong with booze. Booze makes lo- things better. Yeah, and lots of booze it. Booze does make it better sometimes. <laughs> Source of and answer to all of our problems? Yes. Oh, boot. Yes. Dulling the pan. The pan. <laughs> but, um, and then second half, you know, Montreal just defended a lot basically and well uh you know two two goals on the on the break quick counter attack which was poorly handled in every sense of the word by by tfc um mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it was um like at least i did feel at least in the second half that there was like there was they it's they were at least trying in the second half toronto oh, in terms of nice. It was nice. It was nice. You felt that there was actually a chance that this is this that, that they were going to tie it up, and then it was going to go to penalties, and then of course they were going to lose on penalties. But I mean, um, I mean, it's nice, nice for them to try for the fans. It's, you know. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm glad. You know, good, good on them. <laughs> good on. Them. Um, I don't know. What did you what, like? Like Mark, you were at another match. Uh, Duncan, did you get a chance to watch? Uh, I was watching. Yes, out uh, of. On TV, and yeah, I mean, it, it didn't look particularly impressive. I mean, the second half was better, but I was in no way thinking, "Oh my God, they're going to tie this up." Um, it was more just, "Okay, well, let's get this over and make it official, so I can go over and watch how lose on penalties." <laughs> but they didn't. Oh, no. I know. No, Spoiler. they didn't, Duncan. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, probably the the best part of it the uh, the the one soccer's halftime show. Um, Gareth Reeler and what's his name were uh, very much just fucking ripping into sort of TFC for sort of that counter attack goal and just how like pathetic and feeble TFC's efforts were to defend it, like specifically to Bernadeschi and uh, to Marshall Ruddy. Both of them, they were uh, yeah, they they weren't sort of playing nice and like trying to be conciliatory. They're all just oh yeah, these guys, and that was terrible. They, you know, Oh, see, so I completely muted it because I just, I, I couldn't, so I didn't even see that. Was, okay, uh, now, now I'm a little a, bit sad that I missed it. That's interesting. Yeah, it was, uh, a, you know, very quite good, and yep, this makes sense. But also, oh, all right, we're going to uh, actually talk shit about this and not try and, you know, like, talk it up as if, oh, yeah, they're actually really good. So, okay. Gareth, that's intriguing. Be critical. That's nice. 
So one of the things in this match, though, and, and, and in the first half, and it did, again, injury issues, again, for Toronto, uh, was Alonzo Coejo, um, who has been filling in, playing fairly well, actually. He's, he's, he's actually been one of the bright spots for the team, um, of a team that has been basically, you know, like three or four players that seem to try and everybody else, I don't know what they're doing. Um, but given the loss of half, you know, chunk of the midfield to injuries, well, then he got injured uh, with an ankle injury, like 22 minutes into the match kind of thing. So I was like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. And and so a player who has been, who has been steady and who has been consistent and, you know, the midfield's been a mess you know, he's at least like trying and then has to be subbed out. Um, so that was also an unfortunate, but so will they, so they lost, they've never lost that early or it's been years since they lost that early in the Voyager's cup. Um, I mean, the quarterfinals didn't used to exist until fairly recently. Ah, good, good point, Duncan. Good point. Duncan. Mm. Um, so, they lost that, which was sort of their probably their best opportunity for at least some goodwill right now to to stem the tide of of angriness. Um, the league's cup is going to be overflowing with goodwill, Kristen. Oh, so <laughs> you're right. You're right, Duncan. I forgot about the the overflowing cup. Yeah, it's going to be lovely. Um, so overflowing leagues. cup. Yes, thank you. How do you say that? In, how do you say that in Spanish? Copa del Flood. Copa del Flood. (laughs) So then we turn our attention back to MLS play and Montreal, Toronto again, Toronto traveling to Montreal for this match. And well, it was bad. It was Mm. bad. It was just not, not a good game. Um, and again, Toronto missing like 10 players, 10 players. A squad's um, worth even. Almost a squad's worth. Exactly. Almost a squad's worth considering most of the players that are out injured are generally starters. So not good. Um, Mark Anthony K slotted into the back, which actually didn't work that badly. I will say this as an as an experiment that was not bad. It was definitely magnitudes of improvement over Michael Bradley being slotted back there whenever that has happened because that's always terrifying. Um but it just oh god. So I don't know, we talk about first we talk about JMR's fucking red card for being I, I, the second yellow was just like, come on, ref. But yeah, it was for, for time wasting. I were yeah. TFC losing at that point. I yeah, uh, I've never. I didn't actually uh, watch that game at all, and uh, oh. none of the clips of, um, that I've seen here or there actually showed that particular thing. What exactly was his time wasting thing? What did he do? He, it was a, it was a throw in for Montreal. So and he Damn. was you know it was they were just you know the ball had just gone out and everyone was still sort of like around the sidelines and he was right there so he picked up the ball and he threw it over the Montreal player's head which mm. a gazillion like we see it happen 
all the time, all the time. Everyone does this. Um, it's certainly nothing like uh, what's his name in net for Montreal uh, during the, who actually did finally get a yellow card during the Voyager's cup match for fucking taking his sweet ass goddamn time to take his goal kicks. It was ridiculous. Um, I was looking for a Norwegian ref desperately, Abby Wambach to help out. But um, it, uh, I, I don't know that I've ever seen a yellow card given for that. Do you know what I mean? I like, like, and, and I'm not just saying it because I'm a TFC supporter. I like seriously questioning whether I've seen a yellow card given for that. Standing in front of a free kick, sure, you know, being a pest while someone's trying to do something, but like for just like throwing the ball, I, I suppose it's probably happened because it's it's obviously something you can do. But that was the second yellow that got him the red that got him uh, thrown out. Mm. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, That's, no, that sounds no, like something a TFC fan would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely not not the best week from him. Because I mean, why why are you trying to time waste, dear guy? Why why are you trying to be an asshole? Let's get the game going again. You're you're behind. What are you doing? Well, um, and that's it too. Yeah. Now, you know, do we chalk do we chalk it up to youth in in his in his in his case? Because he is literally a kid. Um, there's obviously a maturity issue there um so and and they're, they're you know they weren't no goals have been scored yet right a few minutes later first toronto goal i mean first toronto first montreal goal um i thought the goal happened before the red card but as i didn't huh? watch but i feel like i read that that was how it went down. oh sorry you're right it was just before that it was a few minutes before sorry i my brain reversed them in my head anyway it wasn't it wasn't good but the effort on this one again with the exception of a couple players um this was a tough one to watch especially on the heels of the voyagers cup match um and uh it was uh, a bit of a surprise although i was i was happy to see it that he pulled um he pulled in Signe and Bernard, you know, and subbed them out. Didn't didn't keep them out there for the whole match. One, the one of the few only inju- uninjured players that they have. Um, but yeah, it was just interesting. And that screenshot of the two of them, like 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 it looks like, and Signe looks like he's going to cry, and. Bernadeschi looks like he's just consoling his friend kind of thing. So like that's, that's, it reminds me of the Danny Cooverman's shot, you know, we're the worst team in the world, just the expression on his face. Classic. That's how these guys look in this, in this screenshot after they were subbed off. That's what this reminds me of. And that's the scary thing about this team right now um, is where, where their heads at. Um, Back in Italy thinking, huh? Huh? <laughs> We Seven lead, million, really worth this. Yeah, hey, yeah. Mm-hmm. Listing off, listing off all the Serie B teams they would happily go to for a discount. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can only imagine how good Bernadeschi would look like look in a Cremonese kit. Mm. Hey, Sampdoria oh. just went down. <gasps> oh, true. That's true. So. Like we have lots, we still, there's, there's tons more. We're going to talk about these two matches. We're going to talk about 
most of that in a in a bit but just in general again we it seems like we do talk about this every week like so we've talked about you know what we think some of the issues are but like so is it is it still a lack of identity is the lack of identity due to the the what is becoming batshit crazy number of injuries um is it a coach that can't or won't change his tactics a la early greg vanny like where do we think the because again on paper and this is the frustrating thing on paper this is a pretty decent team like these are talented athletes who know for the most part most of them know their know this game have played it well have played it at high levels now again a huge chunk of them are out injured right now so they can't contribute is it a lack of cohesion with the few players that are veteran players that are left that with these other uncertain pieces like you guys how how are we how are we in this place again with this team um yeah i mean i think injuries certainly don't help in the start of the season we didn't look great but we looked roughly competent-ish um and now it's all kind of falling apart a bit but you know injuries happen and yeah, you know, some of the big name players are out and that sort of thing. But isn't Bob Bradley supposed to be some kind of big name superstar fucking coach? I think he should be able to do a bit better than this. Um, but yeah, I mean, as much as anything, sort of injuries, and then it comes down to the fact of, oh, all right, well, we've got Insignia and Bernadeschi. I mean, have to play both of them. And neither of them are particularly good at the whole sort of coming back and helping out on defence side of things. Mm, that's and, true. You know, well, if you've actually, got your full complement of midfielders and everything and everything's all okay, and then you can have those luxury players if, you know, you don't do bare bones and then a couple of luxury players who don't really help out all that much going back, <laughs> you're kind of fucked. And uh, here we are. So, uh, you know, change positions or dump one of those two uh, to do something, but you, you can't really continue uh, as is because the defensive midfield isn't really that good enough to be able to be uh, good up there with the, it's the two wide players doing nothing defensively. I do think I will say I, I, I Insigne absolutely doesn't just only does anyway he doesn't defend at all. But I will say I, Bernadeschi more than once has made crucial interventions, has booked it back down the pitch. I, I think he, and again, I think, but he shouldn't have to. He's he's definitely been in for at least a month now. I will do it all myself mode, which isn't good for any player. Um, and certainly not a player that you want focusing on scoring goals and being creative and setting things up instead of feeling like he needs to expend a ton of energy tracking back and helping to defend kind of thing. Um, but then, you know, go back to that uh, sort of breakaway goal that Montreal scored in the Voyageurs Cup. Mm, and true. yeah, he didn't really look interested in that one, did he? No, <laughs> no, no, he did not. That is very true. Yeah, that was, was actually, for, yeah. For me, this, it goes back to what we said so many times. I still, still don't know what this team is. I don't know what, what, style they're aiming to play 
I don't know how, you know, they're what the long-term goal is, what they're developing into. Like, you know, your two big assets are guys who don't have years on their side. And like, I, I, I don't know. Are they a developing team? Is this a project? Is this is win now? It, it's a rudderless team. Like it is, I, I, I don't even have a clue. Even in the worst of times, you, you know, they had, we used to joke about the five-year plan. I don't even know what, hmm. if there is a plan on paper with this club or is it just like, what can we get because they're available and it sounds like it would fit and might sell a few tickets. Like, I, I, I just don't understand what, what this club is right now. They don't develop, you know, they only develop from the youth when there's a crisis. Um, you know, they're still... They don't get rid of the youth as quickly as they possibly can afterwards yeah, as well. Who, who go on to go on to do, uh, you know, solid jobs elsewhere. Um, they, I mean, and I think a lot of that impatience has to do with selling tickets. I they're stuck in the mode that, you know, the place was half empty until, uh, uh, Lewicki came in and started buying big name, you know, players. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I, it's been a long time under Bradley now. And even prior to that, and they, st- I mean, you know, take the year back prior to that as an extension of that. I, I don't know forgive me if someone has an answer i'd love to hear it but i don't know what this team is i i kind of feel like that the plan was always about trust trust bob yeah and i i I, like i kind of feel like with every setback he gets hauled in front of the suits and he could appease them somehow you know, he can not to say that he like it because the idea of like making excuses is this terrible, terrible thing. Oh, he's just making excuses. On the other hand, fuck you. They're legit. You know what I mean? Like 10 guys being down is a lot of fucking people. Mm-hmm. How much of that could the club control? Who knows? Let's say they had the most perfect fucking health system. You know, doctors, nutritionists, kinesiologists working there. I'd still say six would be hurt. Would we be any, would we be better off with randomly four of them being still healthy? Don't know. Probably not. Probably still getting a couple more draws. So I don't know. I kind of feel like with the setbacks, they also coincide with some other kind of setback, which then you he can easily point to, but I don't even have the team I wanted. And that's just that's just injuries. That's just injuries. 10 guys is a lot. And how many of them are regular starters? Most. Yep. It's crazy. So I, I, basically I'm not, I'm not trying to say like that he deserves more time and, and, and a longer leash. Cause I mean, it's a long fucking leash. Let's be honest. But the, the idea that what can, what is, what is, what is keeping, keeping him employed? What is keeping this, this regime employed to be perfectly honest. He's got a lot of evidence to support. Well, this is why things aren't happening. So, and, and, and as much as we'd like to think, well, if we get a new coach, we'll have direction. We'll have this, we'll have that. But you still don't have healthy players. players. Still don't have 10 healthy players. Yeah. You're still don't, 
Someone's yeah, taking wh- control of the of the same busted ass boat with no way of patching the holes. So I'm like, again, not not an exec. You know, I'm not the one who gets to pull the trigger here. But you have to think like, there's a lot of reasons for you to go. You know what? He's not wrong. And the thing is, though, once once they're all healthy and they're not producing. He's not going to get like a month. He's going to get a game, two games max. Because it's like, okay, now you've literally run out of excuses. Oh, we played the best team in the league or whatever. No, no, sorry. You've had plenty of time. You've got your healthy, perfect starting 11 that this club has. And you still lost 3-1. Sorry. But until then, he's got rope. Yeah. The funny thing is when I was saying what I was saying about about the club being the being rudders, I wasn't even the funny thing is I wasn't even in my head thinking much about Bob Bradley when I said that. <laughs> like it, it's be it's it's almost like top to bottom. He doesn't feel like he's in charge, does he? Yeah, it doesn't. It feels like he's visiting, to be honest. It doesn't <laughs> like <laughs> like it like it, it kind of feels like he's just here by happens to be here because it's oh I was like, you know. My dad's stopping by. He's over there on yeah, the sideline. Yeah, he's gonna help out for a bit. Is that all right? Like, yeah. this, this guy can help out with the babysitting. That'll yeah. be nice. Yeah, like, it's it's never quite felt like oh, it's it's Bradley's team. It's you know, yeah, okay, sure. Injuries aside, like it's, it's for me personally, at least, it's never felt like it's been some big Bob Bradley project. Project, like, yeah. And, and back to Mark, what Mark said, like you know, I think the the philosophy or the strategy was you know let bob fix it kind of thing but like what does that mean like like you know the success he had that like say lafc they you know they had they seem to have a specific style and kind of player they were buying and it's mls i know it's not quite like it is elsewhere where you know teams have long standing uh philosophies on how they mm-hmm. play and stuff like that but yeah i just i don't know it just it for tfc for the last few years it just seems like let's just throw a bunch of things at the wall and hopefully something will will work it's feeling very early days mm-hmm. tfc yeah a little bit but with with more investment but, yeah, but yeah oh but, yeah with but, more money but still less same results in in yeah yeah i mean it's Maybe not quite Gambians in the basement, but it's, uh, which is still the better name for this podcast, by the way. <laughs> mm. You've had but, your chance. Uh, I know. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's scattergun. Like, like say, say for instance, and, and I'm not even sitting here saying, ah, Bradley's Bradley out or whatever. Because like, it's like, I don't know what differences make. Like, yeah, you bring in a new manager, unless it's like a big grand philosophy like this manager is bringing what are you switching to it's kind of like going back it's kind of like going back to even though this was we know that how this worked out with Aaron Winter but the idea was you know to build a club philosophies that when one manager moves on the next manager comes in playing the same style you know and you're you're developing your young players to play in that style I don't know TFC just to me is just careening all over the place, desperately trying to hang on to relevancy. Fun. Very true. All all the fun. Mm -hmm. So much fun. 
All right. We're going to, again, we're going to talk more about all of this stuff and some off the pitch stuff um, in a little bit, but let's, let's move on to at least something a bit celebratory um, and some, some standout uh, moments for some of the WNT XNT members uh, on the weekend. Um, Jesse Fleming and uh, Kadisha Buchanan. FA Cup winners. Hooray. Boo. <laughs> Sorry, Jade Riviere and, and Mark. Good um, news. Context. Bad context. News. They beat Man United. It was great. Fuckers. <laughs> also, they play for Chelsea. Yes. Yes. yes well. Um, so that is uh, Jesse Fleming. That's that's her third FA Cup with Chelsea because she's been with Chelsea for a while now and Kadisha's first since making the move uh, to the WSL. So congratulations to them. Yes. Um, Like if you watch the, I I watched most of the match and again, FA player still can't believe that shit is free and shows like everything for, for the WSL. Anyways, it's fucking great. Great quality. Cast beautifully. It's wonderful. Kristen, I am so sorry I didn't even think to ask you because you've, obviously you would have known the, known about the FA player. I could not figure out where the fuck to find the match. Could not. I'm like, why no. is it on? Because I know like like Sportsnet or one of those like has like the Super League and and all this. Yes. Like, why wouldn't a game this big just have a, have a spot? And I never even thought the player. So that's on me. And always ask me, man. Always ask. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. From now on, okay. And keep those DMs open. Well, they're always open, but all right. Specifically <laughs> for this, keep them open. Okay. Um, and then uh, Chloe Lacasse, uh, league MVP for the Portuguese Women's League. Um, cool. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. After having uh, just a, a standout um, season um, with Benfica, and uh, she's been like she's just been a force um it's been so much fun to see uh like it's when she get over 20 goals 10 assists 21 goals 13 assists just in domestic league play like she's just been unstoppable it's been how how, how many games is that though uh i don't have uh a schedule in front of me but um a robust number of games Uh, she's a regular starter for them um 20 well she got 21 matches so uh but as far as the league itself give me a moment i'll have that answer oh yeah and she's you know she scored during anyway she's She's delightful. Um, possibly, you know, if she can translate this uh, into, you know, she has scored some nice goals for the national team, um, but, you know, maybe they start to shift their focus to her um, as, a, as, as, you know, stepping into Cincy's shoes, perhaps. Might not be a bad idea. Anyway, congratulations to her for an excellent season and it's just you know to see canadian players get that sort of um those sort of plaudits is just it's lovely so huzzah mm-hmm. marcus have you found the number of games uh, 20 it's a 22 game season there we go mm-hmm. all right almost a goal a game 
That's not that too shabby. That is prolific as seriously, right? Like, like she just just wanted you to just count on her, right? It's just like boom, 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 boom. It's great. Fucking love it. All right, what we're talking about? Oh, so many things. But first, let's talk about the Voyagers Cup a little more. Not just you know, we've already talked about Toronto and Montreal, so we know what happened there. Yeah. Um, Mark, yes. do you want to talk about what happened next at the same uh, on the same night? Well. <laughs> you should ask. And Duncan already kind of alluded to it. I know, but I wanted to give you your moment. Yes. Well, uh, a moment. I don't know if I, I'm, I'm over moments? fucking penalties. Ten, Let me ten minutes. Notice. I don't know how much time do you want, man? Not that much. So, okay. uh, for those of you who did not tune into last episode, what's wrong with you? Duncan uh, predicted that Forge would lose on penalties. They always do. Second minute. It's tradition. In the, in the 82nd minute, up 1-0, who gives up a fucking penalty in front of us? <laughs> but Forge. Um, I was quick enough to get my phone out to film the goal going in, the scoreboard showing 1-0 to one all, clearly with the time, and I sent it to Duncan. With a fuck you tone. Yeah. Just, message, you know Duncan. what, though? You know what? I know you called it. That doesn't that doesn't make me impressed in this situation. <laughs> and for that those, don't impress you much. No, no, me and Shania both. <laughs> what? If you're not sure, happens at reg at full time in the Voyagers Cup. There's no extra time. It goes right to penalties. Well, fuck. So uh, yes, zero uh, and three in our, you know against penalties. I'm not going to say opposition in penalties, just the penalties themselves. Forge fails against penalties in general. Mm. And um, uh, to be perfectly fair, it was a calamitous shit show of penalties. Not the finest display <laughs> of penalties. Oh, they were yeah. horrendous. Just like, like honestly, like, after seeing some of them, after seeing some no of them. No one deserved to win. Yeah, like if... if I think it was by the the second the second miss or the third miss or the second miss of Forge. I'm like, you know, fuck you guys. If you go if you go out zero and four, Duncan's right. Is that what everybody wants here? Is that what everybody wants? <laughs> and uh, somehow against I and I was so disappointed at the quality of the penalties. I had lost track of what round we were at. Uh, I I turned to I turned to the misses and I go, is this four or five? And she goes. Isn't it over? They're celebrating. I'm like, no, because somebody's going to take a penalty. <laughs> like, she had no idea either. It was just so abysmal. Uh, but yeah, somehow Forge eked out uh, the penalty win. And yeah. uh, and yeah. off they go. And Duncan almost had it right. And that's bad enough, especially predicting that it's going to go to penalties. <laughs> Nobody wants yeah. that shit. Mm. I don't want that shit. Well, well done, Hamilton. Yeah. Fuck you, Aaron Burr. Hamilton finally wins one. Yes. Delightful. Yes. And then not to uh, not to be outdone, uh, because I guess I don't know if I've got guilt for not going to a couple games lately. I decided to head on up to York University to go check out uh, Vancouver play uh, the YU guys. Uh, and um, I just want to state that a thing that might help York United a little bit Go on. is having the gates open an hour before kickoff. 
That would be nice. Oh my god, that's right. Yes. What it was? What was it like? Half an hour, twenty minutes, or yeah, something? It, it was. It, it, we got we got to no granted we got the stadium super early because four oh seven and um and that's it's an express highway that basically goes from Burlington to York University which is like the greatest road ever <laughs> for that purpose alone um once you we parked, fancy bastard though you fancy bastard you know what, you know what? everybody would just piss off on the road for fucking uh rush hour traffic I wouldn't have had to use it. And I wouldn't have had to give this that Spanish investment firm my 20 bucks or whatever the hell it was. They can go stick it in their butts. But that's what they do, I hear. Yes, oh, they yeah, take yeah, the money yeah. right up the <laughs> right up the pooper. Yeah. And uh fine, it was all good. We got to the stadium. Uh but yeah, they basically the gates open up with about half hour before kickoff. So that kind of sucked, especially if you want to grab a beer or if you want to get food or find your seats or watch warm-ups so okay oh pioneer, pioneer village is next door i know but i didn't think i'd have you could have gone 25 <laughs> minute wait in a queue you, you, you could have gone the ground you could have gone done some blacksmithing yeah. drunk some drunk some mead i uh, I, some soap. I probably could have brewed some mead with that yeah. much time yeah um so anyway uh the game the game was unfortunate. I really felt like that it so it ended up 4-1 for Vancouver. The first goal was calamitous. The second goal was slightly less but still in the category of calamitous. The first one was went off went off like the crossbar and hit a defender and didn't have a chance that rolled into the net. Good you're not going good luck. You're not going to stop that. And the second one um, Giant Sopolis came running out and he didn't get to the ball and then got summarily chipped 2-0. And to, to York's credit, they did not just roll over and die. They were still fighting for it. But then Vancouver uh, smacked a good one and it was like, it was, it just kind of like basically the head started to drop around the 88th minute when it was, I don't know, 3-1, I think, or 4-1 at that point. And then there was a penalty anyway. Not a bad game. I wish I wish the scoreline was a little kinder to York. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the 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 pies are totally worth going for. Uh, if you're happy, if you're thinking about going and you just want to get a good pie, I hear I hear you can eat them too. Yeah. Oh, they're delicious. <laughs> Charm Charms does some good work, and their butter tart's fantastic. I don't. The, the wife picked up the butter tart. It was fantastic. It was so good. Also, too, um, they had. F- like five dollar five dollar beers all game now those are not you, just before kickoff Kristen, i had one and a half ciders and a stout Pardon, who are you right that for those of you who don't really know that much that Holy is crap that is almost the equivalent of the amount of beer i've probably had in the last year before that game you um, must have been just looped. I was, I was, I was tripping gently, very, very gently. But, and the cider was real. Or sorry, the the stout was really good. It was some, it was a, like a York brewery had it in the name. I wish I remembered it, but it was a maple stout, seven point five. Mm, Pardon me, and you didn't take a picture of it and send it to me immediately. Um, well, we're friends. Um, now I have to remember. I took a photo of it. But anyway, there may be a photo coming your way, Kristen. I might put it in the show notes if I have that photo. Okay. But. Uh, yeah, and it was we we hung out with uh, some of the uh, I don't know is is Saga City Collective still a thing? We ran into a couple p- 
people from from uh, from that collective that used to be or may still be a thing. Uh, absolute gentlemen, uh, good time. Um, but uh, yeah, good game. Unfortunately for the scoreline. Oh, and I got this thing at uh, at uh, Ryan Raposo. Go on, Hamilton Zone. So like his whole his family showed up to the game. <laughs> like Aww. they were all these people with his you know name and number on the back of shirt backs of shirts. And at the end of the match, because York Stadium is weird, uh, like we sat kind of in the end adjacent to the supporters group. But to leave the stadium to go through the car park, you kind of got to go up the stairs and along the back of the concourse of the main stand to go back down the stairs to exit to get to parking lot. And as we're on that concourse, Post is up there taking photos with everyone. And I'm like, holy shit. So like I gave my, you know, he's Hamilton's own. Ryan Raposo, he's Hamilton's own. And he he gave me a nod and his family applauded. I'm like, oh, well, okay, I wasn't really doing it for that. I just wanted to show some love to one of the four or five professional footballers from Hamilton. Why are there more? So anyway, so that was my that was my uh back-to-back V Cup adventure. Um, back to you in the studio. I think Thanks, part of Mark. Mark's part of Mark's analysis kind of shows what's wrong with the CPL though. <laughs> analysis <laughs> yeah Air quotes. that was that was deep in depth analysis and, and that's a fact that anyone in in that league can chip a ball over a guy named giantsopolis <laughs> how do you expect and, to sell tell tickets speaking of speaking of chipping um it, it i believe if it's if you wanted to check it out it's in the highlight package for the forge valor game um hamilton likes to play the sweeper keeper thing. And as y'all know, I don't, I don't like that shit. And, and Henry has not been caught ever yet from playing that far off his line, but my God, they went for it. And you saw him like run backwards at an alarming speed only to like literally Fling himself backwards just to get a palm to the ball and knock it away. It was spectacular. But on the other hand, that should have never fucking happened. But the goalie <laughs> just stayed on his fucking line. But it's not, I don't think it's Henry's fault. I think that's exactly what Smyrniotis wants. But it adds, it adds more stress to the fact that Duncan predicted the penalties. I don't need this in my football. <laughs> <laughs> Especially my local, my local football. I don't need this but look, shit. But look at the excitement it has you recapping it in the show. If you had stayed on his line and easily made a save, yeah, there was no, there would be nothing, nothing part yeah. of it. But like mm-hmm. you mentioned, the whole giant sopless getting chipped, which is yes, yeah. which was which is hilarious. hilarious. But he, should he, was. he should be swatting I, I away any happen, ball, yes. like King Kong on the Empire State Building, just swat. True. But, um, uh, the, the moral of the story is uh, go watch Voyager's Cup when you get a chance. I know it's too yes. late now, but what are you doing? Go. Those are the be- <laughs> Those are better games. Guaranteed. They're better They're games. They're always better games. Um, well, speaking of, so the, the last uh, quarterfinal match was, uh, again, Battle of BC Part 2. Uh, the Aquaman hosting the Cinderella story that is that was the Rovers, who unfortunately did not make it home for midnight and uh, lost 2-0 to Pacific. Um, but 
for large swaths of that match, they more than held their own um, and looked like they were actually, they, they actually looked more likely to score in the, in the first half anyway uh, than Pacific did. Um, so they did lose 2-0 um, once the first goal went in uh, for Aquaman in the second half. Kind of, you could sort of see they were flagging. Stuff was just, it was just too, it was just too much. Um, but massive, massive props to the Rovers for how they looked through two rounds of the Voyagers Cup, for how they showed up from a fan base. Um, they had a huge traveling support for this match. In fact, they had to relocate the fans for the Rovers to a different part of the stadium or give them another, give them like more of the section they had because Glorious. there were so many of them. Glorious. Um, which was wonderful. And and if you didn't like see, get, get a chance to see anybody's like stories or pictures or video from the various ferry rides and journeys from different parts of BC to Starlight Stadium, it's, it's worth, it's worth watching. You know, if you, if you like that sort of, thing which i do um anyway delightful stuff looking forward to um seeing what they do um next and now of course they have to re uh refocus on on the league for them but just delightful stuff and really it was it was a lot of fun to watch them play and if you haven't had a chance to to watch the matches you can watch them back on replay um it's worth your time as far as, as far as I'm concerned, but yeah, I, I, I happily stayed up to watch that match and um, yeah, good stuff. Very good stuff. Nice. It also sets up a third battle of BC, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Everything runs through. Anyways, it's yeah. good stuff. I feel like uh, Ant um, is just like TSS right? I guess to kind of capitalize on the interest, they've kind of opened it up. They're sort of selling memberships again. Uh, yep. Right now. So if you haven't had a chance that. yet, mm -hmm. it's a good time. They're delightful. Good people. All right. Well, let's go from the mostly feel-good, joyous of the Voyager's Cup, back to more TFC and depression and pain. Um, we talk about injuries a lot. And now some of the injuries, not surprising, Victor Vasquez, um, that surprised, should, should have surprised nobody that something is wrong with his back again. So who knows when he's back? Sorry, that was anyway. Um, I go out of the limb here with with the injuries in TFC. Yeah, are you going to break a leg? What? I, I, oh, yo, break an arm? What? I, I, I know this is going to be controversial, and and people are going to get at me about this, but I don't think the uh, the shawarma guy is doing a very good job. True. Uh, True. I, I, yeah. I, I haven't seen the shawarma guy in a while, though. So distracted I think... by distracted by the ice hockey right now. Ice... Ah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, get your head in the point. game, Osmos. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. So, of the 
many, many players that are injured for TFC. Uh, so we talked about uh, Kuejo getting injured. And, um, you know, it sounds like it's it's a bad ankle turn. Uh, so he's out for a few weeks now. And anyone who's ever done anything to their ankle, and most of us, I think, can raise our hand, fucking hurts like a son of a bitch. And yeah, they like act up just out of nowhere for no reason you think you're fine you've probably like done all your normal shit on it and then one day you just like step a fraction wrong and it's like oh remember me yeah Mm -hmm. um so that one really sucks again because of uh his level of play but matt hedges out again nightmare osorio still out um but also so so shane o'neill rosted so all mm. of the center backs are out mm-hmm. um diamande's hurt again um uh petretta and uh sorry oh, i said sorry i was still out ask as we know um oh peruzza yeah that one's slightly less worrisome but you know the midfield and the defense basically are injured. It's wonderful. And then uh, JMR is suspended uh, not just for one match because of the red card um, mm. in the match on Saturday. Mm. He, uh, he, got, he got another match because he is a stupid child. And um, we'll talk about that in a minute. But let's just go back to injuries for a minute, and specifically Michael Bradley, who is known for his his fitness and, and is very rarely injured. He's very, he very rarely misses matches, um, plays all the time. Obviously, that's just a thing. But he's been out for, what, since the beginning of April? Is that right? Beginning of April? Um, yeah. Has it been that long? Maybe. I think so. Yeah. And, you know, you you think, okay, so he's got a little something. It's going to be out for, you know, a couple weeks. Ever he'll needs Michael Bradley. He usually doesn't, he's not, again, doesn't usually miss that many matches. Um, And then suddenly it's announced the other day that not only is he more injured than we thought, he's so injured that he's had to I'm have surgery. Easy. He's so injured, he had to have surgery. Um, That's a weird joke. He had to fly to England <laughs> to see a specialist. It's a poor punchline. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, he flew to England. Go on. Yes, uh, to have a procedure on his hamstring. Uh, this was revealed last week. Ended mm. the, the, end Br- last the British, week. the British no ham. Give us oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. way, but not Sp- not Spanish. Um, so he's a this this doctor is an internationally recognized orthopedic surgeon who like works with soccer players and athletes because my first thought was this is a sport town there's major there's major sport te- sports teams littered in Toronto is there not just an entire industry around keeping those people well and or taking you know their money for extra treatments or to perform all these surgeries and treatments but you know yeah, go sure where, where you sure find the best 
sure you could have called up Tej Sahoder and uh, they'd have been able to fix him up, no problem. I gotta have to go That's a very good point, Duncan. Yeah, Tej would have like, probably done it for season's tickets for like the we, next, you know, for life or kind of thing. Isn't yeah. it isn't it weird that we can actually say without even a joke? Yeah, we know a guy. Yeah, we totally know a guy. <laughs> we totes know a guy. Anyway. Anyway. So so he's out for uh, however long it takes to heal and rehab from the surgery. Um, no timeline for his potential return. He, he, he gets some good sightseeing in, though. He, he, maybe he got to go and say, hang out and see a bit of the coronation. Who knows? Oh, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The... Uh, and then again, and we were we were looking at when we were at the match on Tuesday, was was there and and looking at the 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 injury list and it's all it's all lower body. It all says lower body, just lower body injury, lower body injury, lower body injury, lower body Sexy. injury. Yeah. Mm. Um, seriously, what the fuck are these people doing? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on in the like, tunnel club after hours? Well, but <laughs> how? Like they haven't had, they haven't had to play. This is this 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 stretch last week and this week, um, as the first sign of you know a bit of a compressed schedule where they've got like two matches per week for a couple weeks and then like a straight week and then another couple weeks where there's two matches I think, um, but up until then it's been a match a week, every week, single match. Saturday nights, seven. Like we know where they're going to be. Saturday night, seven thirty. Like this is this is when they play. So it's not been fixture congestion or you know playing too much. Um, they train mm. on a pretty good surface when they play. You know, train up at the Beaumont G. Um, now that the weather's turned, I don't know how much training they do at BMO, but some still decent surface one of the better surfaces in mls from the looks of it my understanding at least these days uh cfl season hasn't started yet so um what the fuck is happening like is the physio team just that shit i just say it's all all lower body i mean so it's presumably either every day is leg day every day is Day. Lay no off the weights, get away from the leg press machine. Yeah, yeah. No leg, no days of leg days. But, They're know, just working on the glamour muscles. Mm. It's all it's all biceps and triceps. <laughs> it's all about selling t-shirts. Yeah. That's a good point. Like I have no I have no insight into this sort of thing, right? Like I don't never I have zero medical training. Um so I, I don't know what it is that causes this in some, I guess, to a degree age plays into it. They're not the youngest squad, but like, they're not ancient. Well, Kristen, as a, uh, you may be surprised, but as a uh, qualified physiotherapist, go on, Mark will tell you all about it. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. So I, uh, oh no. Oh shit. What were they saying? I forgot. Back to you, Kristen. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Mark. That was, oh yeah. Oh man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that everyone's uh, not going to get to hear that. That was so illuminating. I'm, I'm sorry about that. I hope it's, 
hope it wasn't stupid too internet. Hard to use. Yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, my internet reached out and like kiboshed your internet. Yeah. That's uh, clearly what's happening we, here. We, we, we had the key to the whole thing right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. As usual, because yeah. that's like our thing, right? Um, now, apparently, apparently, uh, still yet to play for Toronto. Right back. Um, I think he's right back, or is he a left back? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Gutierrez. Apparently Ooh. back in training, not ready Ooh. to play yet, but he's back uh, in training. Ooh. So I guess getting over whatever his non-COVID illness is. Mm. Um, anyway, it's just, it's so much. Um, so on, so with that, and we, we were talking about obvious frustration from certain players um, or hey. the whole squad, obviously. Hey. And so, you know, with all these injuries, the bright side, you know, there's going to be a lot of chance for some younger players to get some good, solid game minutes in there. You know, Shaquille Marshall Ruddy, for example, he's going to get a good run of games. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. He is in like a, a week. Um, uh, so, yeah, you know, what? Let's, let's 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 start with JMR, shall we? Yeah, which 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 match do we want to talk about? Which which fights do we want to discuss? No, no, let's start with the V Cup. So, <laughs> if you went to the V Cup, now I had I had booked it before the incident happened because I didn't want to stick around. I didn't care if the players came over to to clap the fans or not. I no skin off my teeth that day. I just wanted to get home. Um, and what you found out while looking at my phone while on the streetcar sorry, on the bus, was that there was a few different incidents at BMO Field on Tuesday night, one of which was fans fighting away fans or vice versa or both. Who fucking knows? Because these two fan bases, one, seem to like to fight each other. Um, There's a subset from both specific supporter groups, types, that just this is their thing. Um... So, yeah, you've probably seen the video of the guy getting whipped with the belt in the upper stands of BMO Field. <laughs> like, I, I saw some of these guys when I was arriving at BMO on Tuesday. I saw them in the tunnel in their black T-shirts and their stupid fucking black masks, bandanas, whatever, trying to look hard. Um, sure, they weren't mm-hmm. ninjas. It, it's definitely not ninjas. Oh, okay. It wasn't ninja night. It wasn't Ninja Night. No, 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 no. I think that's later in the season. Um, But uh, so I knew, and and again, you always, it's unfortunately, it it, it is expected. Like there's a, there's a history here. Um, I've been, anyway, you know, Montreal fans have been banned from BMO Field. Now Toronto fans are banned from Saputo, at least in an organized fashion. Um, because of the ongoing bullshit between the two fan bases, again, that is specifically spearheaded by ultra subsets from both fan bases. Um, on top of that, and this one makes me livid, and, and the person who did it has been banned for life, um, and hopefully that stands, and they enforce the fuck out of it. Um, so after the match, like I said, I booked it. I didn't stick around, um, 
for to see the players. So what I didn't know was that only a handful of the players came over uh, to clap the fans, one of whom was Mark Anthony Kay, um, who is a lovely person by all accounts and obviously has been going through it this last year in terms of his performance, but has been better of late. Um, and honestly, if you watch that match, he was one of the better players on the night. And I've had people argue, trying to argue with me on Twitter about this. And you can try, but you're wrong. He had a good match. He did a lot of very good things that night um, as a midfielder. And uh, I will happily ignore your wrong opinions. Um, regardless, one of the few players who had the courage and the guts to come over and thank the fans. Should have been the whole team. I'm disappointed that it wasn't. I was disappointed to hear that. Dickheads. One specifically, but it seems like there's more than one on the uh, inebriati or whatever they call themselves these days. I don't know what their actual name is. Are they trying to pretend they're still original 109? I don't know. Uh, Capo stand. I think has got, got a new name even after that one now. Is it- oh, yeah, I know. I just, I don't care to know yeah. what their name is. Inebriati? um so the uh they were hurling just and you know just they were just hurling absolute you know just they were just being you know obscene in his general direction now he has said and no one has heard anything on the video and no one is even saying that this was even part of it and nothing was nothing there was no nothing racist, nothing like that. It was just them being absolute dicks towards him. And he got upset. He's frustrated. They're frustrated. And he yelled some stuff back. And, you know, his teammate was pulling him away. He did not climb the capo stand and try and fight the fans, whatever they're trying to, like, spin their own way. We've all seen the video. So the capo, whoever he is, who's no longer allowed to be Mo, throws his megaphone at Mark Anthony K. You fucking tit. I mean, One, it was never going to reach him. Yeah, I mean, that's um, the thing. It, this was thrown in the general direction of it was yes. actually trying to Mark Anthony K. Well, I think, it, I think in his head, he probably thought that he could make that happen, but mm. um, it was just stupid yes. and unnecessary. Um, I don't know. It was frustrating. It's frustrating to, to, to see it play out online um i just what a god what a stupid thing to do especially to one of the players who had the who 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 actually came to appreciate the fans and pour all your frustration into this one player you just attack him don't be dicks being frustrated doesn't give you a license to be this level of a dick as far as i'm concerned i mean buying a ticket doesn't give you a license to be this much of a dick Good point. I mean, like that's 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 the entitlement, right? Like I buy a ticket and I can say what I want. Can you though? Can I you... mean you can, but hey, consequences. Yeah, like actions have consequences, dipshit. And and like <sighs> this is beating the fucking dead horse because yep. we've seen this nonsense before. And yep. these these children who just want somebody to hug them decide to go and try to be hard or some shit like this is not as much as they think they are 
copying what they've seen in a documentary or was it green street hooligans or um, any of those like like guys you don't stand for anything not a fucking thing like what are you doing are you that proud of yourselves like come on are you really like do people go yeah those guys are fucking hard no those guys are fucked see the difference look through the lens of somebody who isn't you it's embarrassing it's fucking clown shoes and no player is well not that any player deserves to have a megaphone thrown at them i mean we could probably we could probably have a list of about 20 players historically could use say a pillow thrown at them but not a megaphone but mark anthony k sure shit ain't one of them now like fucking honestly give your head a shake so i mean i'm not saying nothing that i haven't even said on this show before yeah or in person or whatever but like god damn it like it's so frustrating oh it's it's cringy it's so cringy everything about it's cringy the montreal assholes are cringy too it's not it's not a tfc isolated thing the fact that, no, God no. The fact that they thought that they were doing some kind of fucking covert operation, <laughs> like yeah, you yeah, you guys you guys are heroes to nobody, absolutely fucking nobody. Now, God damn. Sorry, I do want to interject briefly, Please quickly, do. Um, with regards to the fight fights. Uh, I don't know. There's one extended fight. I don't know. Um, there was clearly as well in any videos surrounding all that a decided lack of security anywhere near all of that, how it ever got to the point that it got to is on BMO field staff and whatever TFC front office sets up for security for away fans, especially with a, with a fan base that has this kind of animosity between it with a history of fights with a history of this kind of thing. Um, Man, those 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 away fans should literally be cordoned off by security. No one should be able to get to them that isn't somebody that has a ticket in that section. And nor should they be able to go roaming looking for trouble as apparently maybe they did. I don't know. I really don't know the whole story behind it all. I don't really care. The fighting was stupid. Um, but security and whatever preparations were made to make you know allow for the safety of the away fans etc cetera, etc cetera. that also needs to be looked at and rethought um and done better clearly mm. uh, yeah that uh, that that is a weirdly massive uh it, can you even call this an oversight is this is it do you think this is a case that oh it's only Voyager's Cup we don't need as much security it's a midweek because game I, no one's going to be I, here like is I that feel what they're like, thinking I feel like I've seen more fucking security up there when Chicago shows up <laughs> You know what I mean like, Well yeah uh, and like, there's like, less security at BMO these days anyway so no, yeah. but even then like I I swear there's been times we've looked up there and like the the, the away team routed us you know when when does that not happen but they're just kicking our asses and there's like up three nil and all of a sudden you see like a dozen fluorescent jackets surrounding the section for the for the 13 people who showed up 
losing their mind. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, well on you traveling support from Portland. Well done. But you have a security guard for each one of them. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I, I would, I, does anybody like, does anyone know how long it took somebody to get the fuck up there? I don't. Unfortunately, anybody yeah, ever I, go I, up I there? I feel like the, the, there should be more security here. I mean, at least on a regular basis, the the top of that stand is somewhat full of you know just regular TFC fans, and that will act as a bit of a barrier in and of itself. Because uh, you know those fans, you know, paying the sort of expensive of seats and what have you, those aren't the ones that are trying to start a fight. Uh, but you know they're kind of like bodies in the way that will stop random TFC idiots who want to start a fight from getting to the away fans. But, you know, for this game, that stands pretty much empty. Those guys can go over there and do what have you. It, this is when you actually need like, the security more than on a regular game because, you know, it doesn't have that. Right? Well, there's a whole bunch of people who are theoretically on the same side of us that it would be embarrassing to be trying to beat these guys up and causing problems. So, yeah, you can't really get to the away fans. Whereas this time, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the whole fucking stand's just wide open. Yeah, yeah. That's when you need the security. It shouldn't be exactly. less security. Yeah. yeah. Frustrating. Yeah. So Seriously. Frustrating. What is like what is Bob Bradley doing with this? <laughs> Why was he not up there yeah. leading the security detail? I mean, Honestly. Know, Bob Bradley was probably coaching, but Bill Manning could have been up there cracking some heads. Yeah, yeah. that guy used to be a Brooklyn Italian. Exactly. Oh yeah, that yes. I, that comes with a blue belt of some martial art, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, um, so moving on from that, a slew of unfortunateness. Um, let's go to let's let's look at the tape from Saturday night's match. <laughs> <sighs> Good God, that, um, one, that one's idiotic. Saturday night, this is just fun. Chiggles and nonsense. Just, just post-match can, handbags. Yeah, I, I can enjoy that a lot more. The, the you know, fans fighting each other is just like annoying and dumb. Players fighting each other, love it. Let's go. So yeah, it was. Uh, there was it was like after the match. It, there was lots of whatever you know, angry fans, blah blah blah. That's always going to happen. Um, but something about a the handshake between Bob Bradley and Lasada, and then shockingly Richie Larea got involved. Shocking no, no one. What? I know. And then there was like a uh, you know the the, the bench led by Kyoto who like, and, uh, yeah, okay, like yeah, hit Larea or something and then Sapong Who's Hitler Rea? I heard I heard it. I heard it. Oh yes. I'm not Stop it. Hitler. Stop it. Yeah. Um but Again, absolutely highlighting his immaturity. And a lot of people are like putting this on Bob, you know, oh, why don't you have control over your team? Okay, Bob's on the touchline. He doesn't know what this 18-year-old nitwit is about to do, which is come out of the dressing room where he's been banished by his red card and join the fray. Like the ultimate warrior. Yeah, please, please, please tell me. Sorry, please tell me that he brought a folding chair with him. I saw no folding chair, but what I did see was John Conway like 
just grab him and march him off the pitch. Like almost picked him up, like with wrapped around him and just basically shoved him down back down the tunnel. It was kind of funny. I wish um, they would have rang the bell wildly and all like players. Well, they from should other have. Like that was a team, right? <laughs> like oh, the whole stable of MLS coming out. Like you know, remember those days. All oh, the God, yeah, come from, out? Our, from every entrance with chairs yeah. and things oh yeah oh the good old days yeah. um so from the from that um so let's see uh so uh jmr gets an additional game this week just the one so he's mm-hmm. out for both matches this week yeah. and also been fined uh larae has been fined and uh, Kyoto's been fined. And then both teams have received additional fines, warnings, whatever, for mass confrontations. Um, yeah. Does if you fine, haven't does seen Lareas the video. carry over to the championship? What? I said, does Larea's uh, suspension oh. <laughs> carry over to the, to the English championship? Oh, well, he's not suspended. He just has a fine. Uh, only okay. only JMR got a suspension. Nobody else got uh, anything. Well, what about the fine? If he if he escapes back to uh, the second <laughs> tier think, of English I, football, I think, does I think he have to pay the fine? hang on to his passport before and uh, until he pays the fine, I think. is. I'm just assuming that's the situation. Um, so, yeah, if you, again, the video is, the video from the fight is readily available on Twitter and on other forms of social media. <laughs> oh, it was just, again. World star frustration from both teams although i'm not sure where the frustration from montreal came from but certainly frustration from from toronto led by the the hothead of richie lorea um (laughs) it's always richie it's always Uh, him you know he's been he's been well behaved he's been better well mostly because he's not getting he doesn't get any calls hardly anymore right like anytime he tries to do something they just look at him they're like "Uh uh-huh were you ex- were you waiting for something? And he gets up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been uh, to watching you know, a bit of the ice hockey over the uh, the last few weeks and everything, and trying to explain to Rose there are some players out there that are you know just shit disturbers that are out there trying to cause problems and what have you. And uh, it's just the easiest way to say, oh yeah, yeah, he's uh, that Michael Bunting. Yeah, he, he's the he's the Leafs Richie Larea, and she completely <laughs> understood exactly what I meant. I, oh, yeah. that's great! I love. I that's a, that's such a good way of explaining it. But uh, yeah, just yeah, it's going to go out there and uh, try and make shit happen. It's going to try and uh, cause some problems, draw some penalties, all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So again, so again, TFC, who absolutely, it's no problem if they are missing more players. It's not a problem at all. Jesus Christ. Um, so yes, we'll be down at least ten players probably going into tomorrow night's match and possibly probably going in depending on how some of these on the bubble injured are going into Saturday night's match. Good news though. Um, from, good news from training today though. Torsten, Fring, Torsten Frings was in attendance. Oh, that's right. He Did wasn't, he wasn't in union station. Oh, I'm sure he came through union station probably with a ball without any interruption or recognition or oh it still makes me so angry it's been years and i'm still fuming about that i was i was was literally thinking about that last week i'm like how the fuck did who thought that was all that was going to be a good idea anyway 
Exactly. Oh. What the fuck is he doing there? He's just getting in people's way. People want to go to Union Station to go wherever the fuck they're going. You they're can be stopping to play football. What are you doing, Torsten Frings? People are busy. There could be somebody robbing someone with a stuffed animal and people are like, fuck it, my train leaves in five minutes. Like the most inoffensive, <laughs> possibly unlethal weapon you could think of. Easily stoppable and they would still be like, uh, my train, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about your purse, lady. I gotta go. <laughs> Fucking it's it's a mindset in that <laughs> in that building. Yes. Um, so anyway, it's been it's been a bad week on pretty much all levels for TFC. Um, on the pitch, off the pitch, in the stands. <laughs> um, rumors flying that, you know, both Bob and Bill Manning are, you know, almost are out the door. But Again, they haven't announced anything yet, and there's a match tomorrow, so uh, not out the door yet, if going anywhere. And I honestly still really don't think they are. Um, well, I don't think Bill. I don't think Bill is leaving. Um, who who would I take think, care of the Argos? Well, mm. exactly. No one would want to. So, um, and because he's agreed to do it, I think he gets to keep his hands on TFC. You want me to look after these guys? Yeah, this is mine. He has two um, kids. <laughs> and uh anyway i just who are they gonna like like we said who are they gonna who, who how do you parachute in a new a new coach right now what is it what difference is it gonna make like tony just as you said like how is that gonna change anything and i don't think it is so sorry people but i think you need to buckle in um they're both here for a while longer neil warnock's available go on dreams do come true Mm. Sam Allardyce will be available probably in two weeks. Oh yeah, yeah that, 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 that two weeks. Ready for a new job? Yeah, for sure. You know what? Before we move on from uh, this to some just random MLS shit that we're going to talk about, um, the the interesting thing about where Toronto are right now is they are mm. only three points out of a playoff spot because it's MLS and it's still technically early-ish in the season and. The bottom half of the Eastern Conference, they're almost all suck fairly equally right now. So we and just need a week where TFC wins and like seven teams above them all lose, lose exactly. and we'll be in a playoff spot. Easy peasy. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we're also we're also unbeaten in the Nations League. Ah, Good point. Or the league or the League's Cup. Sorry, whatever. The League's the fuck Cup. Thing. That is that one. Yes. Unbeaten in the League's Cup. Yep. All right. Well. Let's uh, what something that dropped that dropped today um, is uh, one of our favorite things. It's the player salaries. Yay. Player salaries. So um, if you go to MLSsoccer.com, there's a link right on the front page. Or if you just go to MLSplayers.org, there'll be a link right there and uh, you can look at your team you can look up other players we're just gonna like have a quick chit chat about some of uh tfc's players and who has stood out for us and i will bring up the one that i mentioned before we start a recording which is alonzo coejo who is making league men and is in my mind being woefully underpaid for the job he was doing before he hurt his ankle um and if he you know, rides out the season, comes back from the injury, blah, blah, blah. He should be getting a serious pay raise 
next season as far as I'm concerned because again he has been one of the bright spots for Toronto right now money <laughs> who wants to talk about Io <laughs> yeah good for him um, yeah he showed a Get little bit money. of potential uh, got himself some money and uh, oof, yeah he is not uh, not earning things right now no no it's a lot of, it's, it's like, but like, like you said, Duncan, like, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> Get that contract. Do yeah. it. Yeah. I have uh, no idea how the sort of MLS salary cap and what have you and all that sort of thing works. So I'm not even going to pretend like, oh, well, yeah, if you taking a little less money, we could be doing this and this and this. Yeah. It all makes no sense. So fucking, yeah. Go out, get your money. Well done. Capitalize on a uh, hot streak. But uh, yeah, he uh, he has not earned that in the last couple of years or so. Speaking of money, go on. The one that I think surprised us, uh, not just in terms of because with with this MLS salaries, and you'll see this, you've got base salary and you have guaranteed compensation. Most of the time, they're either identical or very close. But some players have you know bonuses built in, back end, blah blah blah, whatever. But the one that really stands out, well, Sean Johnson is one because base salary looked a little low. And then you look at his guaranteed compensation. You're like, okay, that's better. Cause he is a top tier keeper. He should make the money. Um, no problem but, with his salary. But uh, Bernadeschi. Wow. Base salary of 3.1 mil guaranteed compensation of 6.3. Double. It's over double. It's yeah. over double. Spectacular! That is a hefty signing bonus. Like seriously, like again, good on you for whatever, however you negotiated that or whatever. But love. Yeah, Insigne seven point five, seven point five. Yep. You you've got. I feel like it was different last year, though. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Matt uh, Hedges. Yeah, good for Matt. Jesus, seriously. Get that money, Matt. That's like, I have been in this league forever. I'm going to save your defense when I'm not injured. Give me the fucking money. They're called hedges funds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so angry at myself for not thinking of that. Fine, I'll change the name of the episode. That's good. <laughs> Sigurd Rolstead, though, as well. I mean, I kind of got there. Yeah. So, right, he's a sort of a bit of a journeyman from overseas. He'll be okay, what have you. He's doing it's like seven hundred and sixty thousand. Like, yeah, okay. That would surprise me. My expectation should have been uh, higher for this guy. Yeah, you know how expensive yeah. it is to live in Scandinavia. Mm, that's a good point, Tony. That's a good point. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah, that one made my eyebrows shoot up a little bit too. Yep, for sure. Vasquez, that didn't surprise me at all. I actually thought it was a little low, but you know, he's he's obviously hardly going to play at all, so that's fine. Um I, I I'd like to just give a, a a wink and a nod and a thumbs up to our two backup keepers. Good god, right? that's good money for two right? guys who might not get a minute this year. <laughs> Like, you know, just mm-hmm. under 100 and just over 100K. Like, like good like, on you. No, no disrespect to Greg Rangitsing. I'm sure he's a fucking he's outstanding. Lovely. I'm, he seems lovely. Like, like I'm not 
this isn't me crapping on a backup no. keeper at all or any particular keeper. But man, what if that would affect what a fantastic trajectory <laughs> to be to be an academy kid and now he's making 100k. Like yeah, well done, like, sir. Well done. Exactly. Wait, good for you for hanging in there. Yeah. And also I would just like to say that um because this is in US funds. I'm uh-huh. ple- I'm pleased I can be comforted in knowing that um Everybody makes more than I do, and now you're now everyone's actually a professional footballer. These are living wages, yes, yeah, especially yes. in Toronto. Yeah. Um, talking of that, yeah, talking of that sort of thing, the MLS players like site you can go back to whatever. So, how much Nanaratakora making in uh, 2007? Oh God, it was ridiculous. It was like I was making more money than him at the time. Yeah, yeah. 12, was it, was it even twenty thousand? How much? $12,900. Major Christ. league nothing. Yeah. 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 I remember yeah. being horrified that I, as like a lowly retail manager, you know, was making more than a chunk of a professional sports team's players. It was insane. $12,000. Like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Yeah, it's, it's very nice that the, the, the basic salary has risen. That, yeah, that's a reasonable living. Yes. Someone who's presumably, you know, probably very young or just not very good. But, hey, you're making a decent amount of money now. So yeah. That's good. Good on you, MLS. Um, I still have a fundamental problem with. Uh, there being a couple players on the team making less than 1% of the highest earner. Yes. Uh, However, that's, that's, but okay. At least that 1% isn't again, under uh, exactly uh, under a living wage. Uh, it's, so. it's not, it's yeah. not, it's literally not under the poverty line. It's, it's decently above it. Um, the other thing we should mention before we move on from this is Michael Bradley. Who. Yeah. Name, yes. Okay, everybody. Because he name took, another, name another player that gets England. mentioned in all three segments. Go. JMR. <laughs> um, Red cards, come on. 150,000 for Joe. That seems about right for where he is in his career, given that, yeah. you know, all potential, the about him and, all that things. Oof. Yeah. He um, went to Liverpool, don't you know? Indeed. Mm-hmm. So, Michael Bradley, who was making 1.5 last year, which I think was already a reduction in his previous salaries took a pay cut. He whatever restructured his contract so that they had more money to spend on other players. And I, again, I'm not a massive Michael Bradley fan, although I've come to appreciate him over the years, much more than when he first got here. This is one of those things that is annoyingly self-sacrificing and noble. (laughs) And also he doesn't need the money and and does acknowledge that. Is is it? I mean, we we have this thing that's been put out to say, hmm, okay, yeah, Michael Bradley, oh, he did this so that to help the team, what have you, or did the team come back to him and say, yeah, we're not going to pay you that much. This is all you're going to get, and he grudgingly accepted it. And we don't have to buy the spin that well, I mean, was, was. I like Bob, buying the spin, Duncan. Let me be happy. <laughs> was Bob and Bill and whoever saying, all right, hey, Mike, one point five million for you next year. And he was like, oh, no, 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 I couldn't. Oh, absolutely not. I doubt it. I, you know, let, let's, 
I mean, you know. Mm. You're so cynical, Duncan. Little bit, little bit. I choose to believe in the in the nice story. Mm. So there. Um, I don't know anybody yeah, that we know that has ears inside TFC that knows the truth. Besides assistant GM's Jason Hernandez version of things. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure it's a bit of both. You know, there, there probably is an element to it where he was going and thinking, all right, you know, sort of realistically, right, let's move this down a bit and we'll kind of like figure it out. But yeah, I, I don't think it's just a straight up, oh, what a self, you know, selfless, sacrificial guy he is to be giving up all this money that the club was willing to give him. Probably not. Who knows? The anyway. shadow knows. Um, anyway, MLS salaries are super interesting. Um, Toronto, of course, has the highest salary in the league. Um, currently, as we've discussed many times, they are not getting bang for their buck. Um, but I did see a really interesting thing uh, showing uh, revenues from last year for like the the top and bottom teams in the league right now. And... Toronto is still in the top five for revenue from last year. So money's still coming in, or at least it was last year. This year, we'll see what happens as the season goes on. But uh, yeah. All right. One last thing before we move on to two TFC matches, which we're just going to probably predict losses. Um, MLS and their need for more money and to continue to find ways to edge out or take over existing fan bases um 30th 30th team announced basically um MLS sacramento, has congratulations a- oh. <laughs> wouldn't yeah you know you'd think it'd be sacramento i mean they've been the next team for like the better for, part of for, like a decade and a half something like that yeah you know and and they have infrastructure in a, in a really like rabid fan base and just like name recognition all the good things that you want um no they've turned their attentions to san diego yeah, it's like, the same oh, state San it's Diego like Loyal? It's like, it's like oh, down the street. That would be, mm. be nice. Apparently it's not. If, if they just call themselves Golden State, it'll represent everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so raisins FC. They, oh. you know, who, Why who could get smart? behind that? WVA. Mm. Wales Vagina Albion. Interesting. Um, That's what San Diego means. So San the Diego. deal has been awarded. Okay, can I talk about this or are you just gonna just hush? Oh, are you taking seriously another expansion team and getting no, not at all, but you're the one who sent the link, so I thought we were gonna talk about it. Uh-huh. I was just burned producing Tony. the show. Ha uh, pardon. Do you Chris really want to go there right now? Mom and dad don't fight. Mom and dad don't fight. Mom and dad don't fight. <laughs> Mom and dad, don't fight. I feel like he used to put a lot more enthusiasm into that. It's, it's fine. We'll take you to the store. We'll buy you a toy. You'll be okay. I want Lego. God damn it. Okay. You, you can have Lego. Thank you. All right. Anyway, so it's to a group for a new team in San Diego. There's already a team in San Diego, San Diego Loyal. 
Uh, this apparently has nothing to do with them at all, which is hilarious. So $500 million agreement. And the best part of that, best part, um, is that it is already tens of millions of dollars more than the last expansion team from 2019, Charlotte, hey. which was $325 million. There was no League's Cup back then. Oh, that's a good point. Someone's got someone's to pay for that cup. Um, mm. And then the really fun comparison that got put into this uh, thread is um, what TFC paid back in uh, 2007, which is $10 million. And MLSC. Oh, but TFC have been losing money every single year. But there's a great there's a there's a there's a there's a great chart um, that shows you know more or less between you know in the in the in the in the low millions in the low millions. Oh, here's a couple teams that broke a hundred million. Okay. Oh, oh, hundred and fifty. Oh, 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 and here we go. Give us the money, give us the money, give us St. Louis, Charlotte, and then San Diego, way up in the top right-hand corner, all by itself. And it's quite the thing to look at in terms of how they are just extorting money. Because, um, yeah, they're like like the, the league's 30th franchise with previously prioritized bids in both Sacramento – which we've been expecting mm -hmm. them to announce for as you know, as Mark said, like a decade, but seriously for like the last five years, um, and Las Vegas failing to reach an agreement. As in no one wanted to pay five hundred mm. million dollars. I have a lot of hopes for San Diego. <laughs> a that they'll embrace the nineteen seventies Padres and make their colors brown and yellow. Yes. Oh my god, yes. I'll even take the navy and orange Ooh, updated solid, ones from yes. the 90s. I really on, love those. It's got to be the brown and yellow. Yes. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Padrenistas. Um, Awkward, but um, I like it. And also, too, that they embrace one of their former clubs of the city and, and choose the name either Soccers or Jaws. Yes. <gasps> oh, ah, Soccers. I think Soccers. Terrible names. Soccers. Please be the soccer. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, that's give yourselves a set of soccer name. The the, the San Diego Maradonas. <laughs> Very good. I like that. Although that makes mm. Diego Maradona a saint, signed by by yes. law. <laughs> okay, took a second. Took a second. With you now. That's really good, Duncan. That's really fucking good. <laughs> it's it's right there. Right it's so good. So yeah, so stay stay tuned for you know. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for uh, the the. Who are we kidding? The, It'll be San Diego, SC yeah. FC yeah. San Diego. Oh, probably right? something that clever. San Diego Town. Oh, San Diego City. Ooh. We need a town in this. That league. sounds nice. San Diego Town. Like a place mm. you want to visit. Hey, have you ever been to San Diego Town? Oh no, really? Where is it? Oh, it's on the water. It's lovely. I hope they go with North Tijuana. <laughs> yeah yeah oh that'd be good i mean imagine the the, the league's cup rivalry yeah. between them and tijuana right whoa, tijuana Jesus. north end Fuego. that is gonna be intense tijuana north end <laughs> yes 
Well, well, let's briefly talk about, about two oh, Toronto matches this week. So they said they've got they've got two matches. Uh, they're at home tomorrow night, day after recording, uh, to the Energy Drinks, and then they're away to Austin Celtic on the weekend. Um, New Jersey, just as bad as Toronto. Uh, only just ahead of them in the standings on goal differential. They haven't won a game on the road. They they are not good. Um, out of the two matches, this is the only one that Toronto has a chance in hell of winning for two reasons. One, the aforementioned New Jersey sucks and is sucks on the road. But also, they are missing more players than Toronto. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> Nobody can be missing more. 12 players, apparently, potentially out for them um, for this match, which is just bonkers. Um, Where is the... There we go. Yeah. uh, 19... Yeah, and 12... 12, Yeah, they actually... There is actually 12 that have been ruled, like, just out for for them (laughs) and uh, a couple of them oh god three of them that's hilarious is yellow card accumulation one of them is away on international duty okay sure yeah um and everything else is injuries oh sorry m1 suspension this is hilarious i mean now it is so yeah there's a chance people there's a chance Mm. So let's bring up that player to watch list and see what's the player to watch the, the, the one that's playing. Yes, exactly. Who's available to play? What player will we see? Maybe the keeper. Is the um, wicker man playing? Hold on. Let me check. Is the, the wicker man? Sorry. Oh, sorry. The wickle man. No. <laughs> ah, he's available. Ah, there's mine, Wickleman. <laughs> I'm gonna Carlos Coronel. <laughs> Charlie Curno. Um why not Kyle Duncan? Available. You're good. Good point. Why Duncan. not Kyle? Tony. What? Hey. Mm. Very confusing. Kyle Duncan. Uh, yeah, I know it is Tony. It's his Kyle Tony. He's not available. Who? Who's not available? Oh. Kyle. Duncan. Duncan? Uh, oh, neither is Lukinas. Damn it. Here. Oh, I have to pick a new player. Shit. Back I go. Don't say Kyle. Reyes isn't available. Duncan. He's not available. <laughs> Stop it. I want to, Tony. Mm. Harper is Harper available? I don't even know who he is. Uh, is is uh, Lord of the Pitch uh, <laughs> Jay Tolkien? He is available. You're good. Is You're he... good. You can go with that. Yeah. All right. What sweet. about AJ Makuchi? <laughs> also available. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he hasn't played a minute, but he probably will. Makuchi. But he probably will. Yeah. yeah. All these players that haven't played, get mm-hmm. ready for your first minutes. Clean sheet, AJ mm. Makuchi. <laughs> mm, damn. He ran the laundromat down on the south side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clean sheets, Makuchi. 
Hey, why do they call him clean sheets? Hey, you got laundry over there? Why do they call him clean sheets? Anyway, um, yeah, they're missing. They're missing several players that would looks like they would normally start. Not everybody, but they they've got a good chunk of starters out as well. So, um, all right, predictions. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I yes, before we get into that, I was uh, I just was looking at the the little page there and I was thinking, okay, who's who are actually the good players? And I'll filter this by goals scored. And I realized it was already filtered by goals scored. And there's only one of them that has more than one goal all season. He's got two. They're not very absolutely uh, killing it this season. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking no. good, apparently. All right. Well, mm-hmm. predictions for this one. 1-0 New York. 1-0 <laughs> New York. Clean sheets, Mag Coochie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1-0. 2-1 Toronto. And now we turn our attention to Austin Celtic on Saturday. Um, Doing slightly better. Now, this is a team just fucking full of players to watch. So many. There are a lot. It's true. There's there's a good uh, there's a good heaping helping. Um, Goodness, there's a lot of players. Watch your mouth. Mm. So Austin are also not very good. Um, Pray, fuck you, pre-court. <laughs> they uh, they actually have fewer points than TFC. Um, Yay, fuck you, pre-court, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, and uh, well, it looks like they they they. they Scored almost a goal a match, but they they looks like they let in a fair number. Their home record isn't that great either. So there's a again, there's a chance now. Haha, not a chance really, but just on that, there's an opportunity, let's say, for Toronto to to do something, but they 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 won't. Um let's look at hmm. players to watch for this one. This team is loaded with fun stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Games. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Between like you Jesse Zardes and Rudy. Alexander Booty. Oh, and Maximiliano Iruti. Yes. One fucking yes. goal. I yeah. totally yeah. forgot yep. that's where he was. Yes, Captain. And then there's Will Bruin. Will Bruin. I know. Fucking Will Bruin's still playing. <laughs> And Iruti's doing better than Jossi Jardes, who has zero goals in 555 Which is minutes. Just weird considering. But, uh, like, Arsenio? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. It's Asensio. Sorry. My favorite swear yeah. word. Colmanich. Agundes. Oh, is he Zoltan Colmanich? Please, please. Neil please, before Jean. Oh, he's Jean. Nice. Sad. But his last one looks like Cole Maniac, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> All right, I'm going with I'm going to go with Fagundes. I mean, how can you not? You know, that, 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 that's a that's a nice, comforting 
you know, throwback. Watch your mouth. He's still, I, I like, good for him for still being in the league. Do you know what I mean? Like, he seemed like he was fully going to yeah, flame out, right? Like, just burn really brightly and then just be nothing. And, you know. Yeah, I, I was going to go with forgotten and overlooked, but yeah, you're right, too. <laughs> it's Kip Keller. Yes, yes Kip Captain. Keller. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no, i want to see kip in an austin celtic <laughs> he's the right color <laughs> it's totally the right color yes captain yes, Christ. <laughs> oh. oh amy so good <laughs> amy. <laughs> oh my god how do you say this guy's name Vite, 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 what? Lee. Alexander Radovanovich. Leo, not Leo, but Vaisanen. Vaisanen. Vaisanen? Vaisanen. The strong Finnish name. Look at all those dots. It's Finnish for grip. Leo Vaisanen. 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 Yes. Like, as in, rub some Vaisanen on that before you try to squeeze it in. Yes. Yes. It's I'm talking about I'm talking about like home, you know, home repair. Get your minds mm. out of the get your minds out of the gutter and mm. <laughs> there's a stretch. Oh, is that where Ring is? Oh, I didn't realize that's where he was. That's where the ring is. Uh. Huh. Be some Finley still playing. Yeah, I know. I was like, nice. oh, look at that. Yeah. yeah. Really? This is where careers have a stasis. Yeah, it's really I guess. like like I feel like I feel like <laughs> Austin is just like sort of. I don't know that Robin. their technical advisor is Claudio Reina. Really? <laughs> That's Technically funny. speaking, yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, like seriously. I'm gonna go with Alexander Ring just because doesn't look like he's done much yet this season. So you know, if there's ever a time, it's now. One ring to Toronto. one ring to rule the game. Indeed. Is Owen is Owen Wolf the son of uh, Coach Josh Wolf? Oh, maybe. Nah, it can't be. No, no, he's no. Right Josh Wolf was born in seventy-seven. Oh, okay, then never mind. Well, yeah, uh-huh. he's forty. No, wait a second. No, no, no. He's... Don't forget how old we are. <laughs> I know he's forty-six. Owen Wolf is eighteen. Okay, shit. Oh, yeah. totally then. But, uh, Very yeah. possible. Owens is the son of current Austin FC head coach yep. Josh Wolf. Josh wow. Wolf. They're the yep. new they're the new Bradleys. Yeah. <laughs> Little nepotism, exactly. And brother of Tyler Wolf, who plays for Atlanta. Oh. Ooh. A dynasty? What? Yeah. Well then. It's like, wait, the Osorios have something. Well, no, the Osorios haven't broken out of. They're the new uh Oh, who were we talking about a couple of weeks ago? Shoot. Oh, um, shit. Who were we talking about? Now in Puerto Rico. Ah. Waggerly's. Got... Was yes. it yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, Lassiter's. Was it Lassiter's? Yes. Lassiter's. There's a Lassiter in Montreal now. And yeah. Son of Roy. But yeah, could it be the Waggerly's? All sorts of, all sorts of options. Sports is a nepotistic thing. Apparently. Yeah, but it could be a little less in the United States. <sighs> and come on. 
<laughs> there should be there should be an entire team of Nepo Babies <laughs> FC. You could totally yeah, make that absolutely. work. Absolutely. 31st expansion Daddy, team. Yes. Yeah. Six hundred million dollars. <laughs> uh-huh. Las Vegas Nepo babies. <laughs> Come on. You gotta go with the Euro. It's gotta be called Daddy Town. Oh, no, it doesn't. Daddy no, town. it doesn't. Has to be the, to... FC, the <laughs> FC Daddy. Thank you very much. Kristen, welcome to Daddy Town. Stop it. It's awful. Here's a scarf. It's made of silk. <laughs> Daddy Town. Oh, that's horrible. The pops. Up the, the pops. Up the, up the pops. <laughs> up the pops. Up the pops. Up the pops. <laughs> predictions for this match i'm not really <laughs> predictions is the, the the big like fan song for that team is uh to like tom cochran you know my boy's gonna yeah. play in the big leagues oh, i was gonna be pop goes the world that's it can be both yeah, yeah. predictions for this game Two nil Toronto slump buster. Two nil Austin slump buster. Yeah. Nice. Duncan. Uh, two nil Austin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two yeah. uh, two. Yeah. Well, this whole thing's going completely to hell. Yeah. Two two. Oh, look at you. I know. But at the Full end of, of the optimism. day. Full of unwarranted real- optimism. At the end of the day, the real winner will be Daddy Town. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you think? Oh, no, no, no. Mark, stop it. You do not need that in my head. Yeah, what a chant that is. You guys are the worst. Oh, oh I'm going to have to listen, like, yes. listen to the Macarena or something to get that out of my brain. Anyway, God, I'm their ultras would be called the fatherhood. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. Now I'm interested. Keep <laughs> no, going. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. Um, all right. Um, they always give they always give a Werther's original when you leave, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're thinking oh, oh. think of Granddaddy Town. Granddaddy Town. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Granddaddy Town. That is the end of our show. <laughs> yes, it, I'm going to try to make it so. It probably won't happen, but I'm going to try. Um, please join us next week when we see if we can recap a better week for Toronto FC. Um, find out if Bob and Bill still have jobs. Um, let's see what else is happening in the world of football. Ooh, Voyager's Cup recap. Yes, that'll be exciting. Oh, no, Voyager's Cup preview. What am I saying? semifinals next week we're going to preview the fuck out of those um and whatever else is interesting or exciting happening in the world of football that we feel like talking about so thank you all for listening and following along this bit of madness Uh, i've been joined by the entire vocal minority podcast panel to be found out there on the twitters at duncan d fletcher mr duncan fletcher two weeks off two weeks off two weeks off (laughs) Two weeks off, two weeks <laughs> off, two weeks 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 off, 
two weeks for off. Duncan. Uh, out there on the Twitterverse, <laughs> holding it down at VMP Towers, at Vocal Minority CA, Mr. Tony Walsh. You'll never walk alone because daddy's going to pick you up in his Trans Am. <laughs> daddy <Yeah>. FC. <laughs> daddy oh, Town. sorry, Daddy Town FC. Sorry. DTF, oh. DT, DT rival stepdaddy. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, on the tweet machines at Kitner and Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support us via Patreon and after an episode like this. I don't know. Did you why, say an episode? Thank you. An episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the podcast for Daddy Town. Um, Live. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, shirts, Zazzle, go find them on our website. Um, uh, Tony, I meant to tell no, you this. Uh, so for some reason, no, it's worth it. I promise you. Uh, I was looking up uh, Dinamo Breast roster for some <laughs> reason. You know, I like to live in the past. They have a kid on the team whose last name is Burek. <laughs> Burek. And as soon as I saw that, I thought oh, of you, that's man. That's amazing. Burek. Oh, no. Anyway, that was it. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. Until next week, Canada, get used to it. D. T. F. C. E. T. F. C. Yeah, yeah. D. T. F. C. Yes. Who dates like all this. your moms? <laughs> I'm supporting stepfather, I thought. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> Stepfather Wednesday? Love it! Love it! <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes every second weekend okay. they play. Hmm. Right, I know, the, to be fair, Motherwell has been around for God knows how long. There needs yeah. to be a daddy town. Oh, preseason yeah. friendlies. Daddy yes. town versus Motherwell. <laughs> oh. Mm -hmm. We used to be oh, a serious Jesus. podcast. Wait, no, we didn't.